Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مدل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدعي الساعة من يتي الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعصهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور عوازمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم إن شاء الله before I start today's topic if one of you brothers can just remind me five minutes before because the clock is missing now when the, the time is over so inshallah I'll keep track of it Zakallah khair um, <coughs> so as usual uh, I try to keep my khutbas according to relevant issues which are faced by the ummah and something which is happening currently rather than make this khutbah as an academic exercise which we have many venues inshallah on campus uh, so this I will keep it as something which is very relevant, which is happening to us as an ummah. I will be surprised if any one of us is unaware of what is happening in Palestine. What happened in Janine yesterday. Nine of the brothers and sisters, and then later on the tenth one as well, were killed by the army of Israel or the occupation, the one who are occupying Al-Quds. And it seems like sometimes a broken record to keep talking about it over and over. But we will continue to talk about it. We will remember our brothers and sisters, no matter where they are at. And it is not restricted to only Palestine. No matter where the brothers and sisters, and even the non-Muslims are unjustly uh, killed or, or tortured. We'll talk about that insha'Allah. So it's not only what is happening in Palestine. We are aware of, we have just entered in 
to a blessed month of Rajab. This month is the same month when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on a blessed journey from Masjid al-Haram to Masjid al-Aqsa. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah al-Isra, بَعَلَ عَوْدُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ سُبْحَانَ الَّذِي أَسْرَى بِعَبْدِهِ لَيْلًا مِنَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ إِلَى الْمَسْجِدِ الْأَخْسَى الَّذِي بَارَكْنَا حَوْلَهُ لِنُرِيَ مِنْ آيَاتِنَا إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ صدق الله العظيم سبحان الله This ayah covers up so many things that it may need multiple lectures to talk about leave alone 15-20 minutes we get to talk in the khutbah but inshallah We'll try to have this connection to what is happening in Palestine or what has happened last night, yesterday. As this is something it is hurting the Ummah for past seven or eight decades or more than that. In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us by the glorified He, Allah Azza wa Jal, the one who took Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as slave from Masjid al-Haram to the Masjid al-Aqsa in the part of the night. And as the hadith talks about that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him to the heavens as well. To show him some of the ayat. When Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about Masjid al-Aqsa, Allah is also talking about all the surrounding area as the one which is blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's not limited to Masjid al-Aqsa. And when we talk about Masjid al-Aqsa, even the kuffar of the Makkah, when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was commanded to let them know about this journey, they understood Aqsa meant part of the Sham, Biladu Sham. So we don't look at Aqsa as just isolation, Masjid Aqsa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed the whole land of the Sham. And when we say Sham, Sham means today's time Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, and Palestine. It's all considered as Bilad al-Sham. And for us, all of it is blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was the first Qibla of the Muslims. Now today, it has been occupied. And the Muslims, and in many cases we find non-Muslims even being brutally killed by this oppressive Zionist regime. The time is not far when we were talking about Sharir Abu Akla and many others that have been tortured and killed. Now, this very same land, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to be the one from where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ascended Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from Masjid al-Aqsa to the heavens and to show him his signs. As we know, and because of short enough time, I'll cut it off the whole story and some other time we can talk about the whole story inshallah as we do in our Sira sessions. So, in this incident or this event that happened, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from Masjid al-Haram to Masjid al-Aqsa on the Buraq and from there on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taken to different heavens in which he met the different prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala including Adam alayhi salam on the first heaven and Isa and Yahya on the second heaven Yusuf alayhi salam on the third and Idris on the fourth and the Harun on the fifth and Musa on the sixth and then Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam on the seventh heaven 
And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was taken to Sayyidatul Muntaha, where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was given the five prayers that we pray on a daily basis. They started off with 50, and then Allah azza wa jal, from His mercy, reduced it to five. And inshallah, as the hadith of Rasulullah talks about, we'll continue to get the ajr of the 50, even though the five. Now when this incident happened, this incident we have to know the context around it. This was a very difficult time for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the sahaba radhwanullah alayhim. They were going through a very difficult time. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa just recently lost his beloved wife. And one of the biggest support among the Meccans, Abu Talib, uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the year of Amul Huzan, which is a year of grief, was going on. And Allah Azza wa Jal showed Rasulullah, took Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to this great journey. There was a great comfort for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The place that was shown to him, the, all the many signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also led all the anbiya of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Masjid Al-Aqsa, in a prayer. As we know of, no other incident or event mentioned in the Quran or a hadith where any prophet led all the prophets except Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that is one of the blessings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that place where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam led all the anbiya. So that's what we talk about when we talk about Masjid Al-Aqsa, when we talk about Barakna Hawlahu and the areas around it, surrounded area of Palestine or, or the Masjid Al-Aqsa. That's what the, the, the blessed land is. And that blessed land was in peace and tranquility for 13 centuries when the Muslims were there, when the Muslims were ruling. And today, unfortunately, many a time, we hear people are talking about, oh, let's have some peace treaty, two-state idea, or two-state, let's agree on that. Think of this way, brothers and sisters. If somebody enters into your house, kick you out of the house, and then he says, oh, you can go and live in the bathroom, or in the toilet. I'll keep the rest of the house. I'll keep all the authority. That's what it's like when we talk about this two-state theory. That's what it's like when people talk about that's what the definition of peace is. Yes, everybody would like to have peace. But when we talk about peace, that peace terms have to be from the Quran and the Sunnah. We cannot agree upon the terms which disagrees with the commands of Allah and the Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now when we are talking about this month of Rajab, remember that month, that, was, that, that, uh, that incident, that incident was a precursor of after that Rasulullah migrated from Mecca to Medina, where he established a state where the deen of Allah Azza wa was implemented, and that's the very same state in Medina that expanded and in the time of Umar al-Khattab radiallahu an, the Palestine and Al-Quds was conquered and opened. And yes, there was a treaty made by Umar al-Khattab radiallahu an with the Christians of the Palestine. And we should still obey though that treaty that was made by 
none but the second Khalifa to Rasul, Umar bin Khattab radiallahu an. Let's go and revisit that, 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 that treaty. And based on that treaty, Muslims continued on to rule over Palestine and provide peace and justice to mankind at large, not only to the Muslims. And that's what Islam is about. So when we hear about Janine, we should not forget about Afghanistan where 150 plus people died just because of cold weather. That is not because the resources are not there. We know Afghanistan was attacked by two superpowers for the purpose of resources. Everybody knows to the point those superpowers openly declares that we were there for those trillion or two trillion dollar resources that exist there. Whether it's lithium or whatsoever kind of resources are there. So let's not forget when we hear about Tyrion Nichols or we hear about Kenan Anderson or George Floyd or on and on and on. It's not about to talk about only Palestine. It's not about the issue of Afghanistan. It's not about only the issue of Chicago. It's the issue of the world. And we as Muslims are the caretakers of the world because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose us to be. Let's be the one who are the one responsible to take care of the affairs of the world so the world can see the real mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sent to this world. We have not sent you but the mercy for the mankind. And not only that, and Allah azza wa jal chose us. Subhanallah, what an honor Allah has placed on us when He chose us to be the best ummah raised for the mankind. كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمَرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفَ تَنْهَوْنَ عَلْ مُلْكَةِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, you, you are the best nation raised for the mankind. Not because of your skin color, not because of the language you speak, not what geographic location you are from, it's because you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You enjoin the good, you forbid the evil, no matter, no matter where this injustice is happening, we raise our voices. Whosoever sees a munkar, stop it with your hand. And if you don't have the istata'a capability for belisani, with your tongue. And if you cannot do with your tongue, then with your heart. But remember that this is the lowest level of iman to just feel bad about if the munkar or evil is happening. And this is not talking about evil is happening to the Muslims. Evil is happening anywhere. And if we don't even feel bad, question our iman. Do we even have iman left? Or we are fooling around? So when we hear about Palestine and Janine, what's happening? Think of it. We have the solution. Yes, I cannot talk in 15 minutes every solution, every details here. But to understand this, and we know as Muslims, Muslims, that we have the solutions from the Kitab Allah and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Let's go revisit, understand that how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to solve the problems like that. And the problem lies in Islam. Anything else we go to solve the pro- any problem, we are not solving the problem. It has to go back to Kitab Allah and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلِكُمْ وَلِسَائِلِ الْمُسْلَمِينَ فَاسْتَغْفِرُهُ إِنَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. 
Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.